Incoming chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome one more time to Incoming Chat, when we talk about marketing, business, and many other things. As you probably noticed in season two, we've been talking a lot about very specific of, of marketing. And I wanted to invite Mr. Jacob Fidala, which is our same specialist performance marketing guru and overall analytics expert of not only live chat, but also chatbot and help desk and knowledge base and basically everything that we do. Jacob, welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, so just so everybody gets a little grasp of uh, what Jacob does, you, Jacob, you want to tell us a little bit of what you've been doing for the last few years? Where's your background coming uh, I mainly use, do uh, Google Ads and Google Analytics, uh, as you mentioned, uh, for our, all our products in uh, marketing department. Uh, I also do some like extra campaigns, and I create a lot of tracking stuff to measure campaigns and measure overall marketing effort. Which is exactly why we have you here. Yeah, performance marketing. Because um, <laughs> something that really caught my attention in many of the companies I work with is the fact that we measure everything, but we don't use the data. People get, you know, yeah, well, look, look at our Google Analytics. It says this and this and that, but they don't make sense out of it. Yeah. And um, you've been helping us to, ex exactly. I mean, you've been helping us to, to grow our audience in our YouTube channel and um, some of our promotions, but I wanted to dig in. And what do you think about the way companies are using this data? Yeah, I, I, uh I often see that uh, only top-notch SaaS companies, uh, big e-commerce, and sometimes smaller ones use the data, data as they should. Like they don't, so they usually don't look at the analytics. They forget that it's there. They install code and they forget about it. We may check it when something breaks, but uh, usually they don't care. So uh, that's a common issue, uh, uh, and I think that should be like. More addressed. <laughs> yeah, that should be more 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 interesting uh, for uh, maybe uh, maybe people in marketing in general, like product managers, or uh, like uh, people responsible for content. Uh, we we use analytics in content as well, right? We try to use it as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes total sense because it's not just a matter of all right, you go through your SEO and you figure out. Let's talk about this, but the only way to prove that that we did right, yeah, is to look at the results. Yeah, it's like, and, but one of the things that bothers me here is as as companies, right? Um, everybody will put their their trust just in you for looking no. at the numbers. Because <laughs> because I'm I'm looking at on my own case when I have to do content and stuff, I sort of just ask, did it did it go <laughs> all right? Did this did, did it do well? What about my video? Oh. But the concept of of using data as part of the strategy, like how do you bring all the numbers that you're in charge of into a strategy thing or how you, what is it that you tell our, um, not ours only, but in general, C-level people or, or decision makers in the company to use data? Okay. Yeah, for C-level, that's a whole other story. Like reporting there must be simple. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> uh, not, not, not everyone is tech savvy from marketing point. Uh, like not many people are using analytics, as I mentioned before, and not everyone has huge experience there. So uh, usually you want to make something, something simple of it. You know, something simple like uh, tracking extra events, tracking interactions with your content. Uh, I am fan of like doing stuff this way, like seeing people are scrolling or sharing article, uh, and you don't want to like overwork it. 
Like it sh- it shouldn't be like track every interaction that you can on the website. Uh, because then you go opposite way. You are complicated this, this your a, report. Yeah, because there's a lot of data. I mean, yeah, it is a lot of data, but I'm trying to be flexible when I'm analyzing stuff and come up with new ideas and go into details. Because um, last episode, we uh, actually I was talking about the funnel, how yeah. how everything works on a funnel way, and we still get a lot of questions like, right, we need more details. Um, how, how do you use the data to figure out this funnel? Mm, you have to, like, for a content funnel, mm-hmm. you would have to group the content and see on the each level uh, how many people are uh, viewing it again. For example, that would be like a typical like just text content funnel for blog posts. Mm-hmm. Um, for something else, um, I don't know, videos, uh, you would check in YouTube analytics retention how many people are subscribing, liking, and then seeing again your videos. So it, it works like, it's like similar similar uh, stuff on the other types of content and types of marketing. For e-commerce, you would, you would check uh, how many people that were locked in your e-commerce are coming back to buy your products again after what time. Okay, all right, no, I, I, get, I get that bit. Or uh, which products initiate your uh, basket. Maybe something is upselling and increasing your value. So it's, you check stuff like this in analytics. It's, it's more advanced, but in, in simplest form, it's just tracking extra events and checking data. And you don't have to go to, you know, go like to whole universe of analytics and know everything there. Uh, people often forget to check simple stuff like, did my campaign have any sessions? Or did I track it with UTMs? And uh, yeah, UT- we were talking about UTMs last time too. And um a lot of the stuff that we're doing, uh, and I don't mean us as as success. I mean, is is in general as companies, um, they forget these bits because they don't have anyone who knows what to do. Um, a lot of people, I'm sure, they know Google Analytics, of course, because it's all it takes is just sign up yeah, and, and you get numbers, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, I have a lot of people here. But how do you build sort of a story? Like, how how will be the process behind? building something that makes sense and eventually will make it so easy to, to report to yeah, C-level. The, the report, the good, like my friend used to say, like good report uh, is like good story. Uh, so It makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty much the same way in analytics. I, I always like when I have a workshop with new people and I teach them how to use analytics, I just, I don't say, okay, you can check this here. This is source medium. This is uh, user behavior. This doesn't make sense. So I usually give them fishing rod instead of fish. Uh, it's better to tell them, okay, if you check main categories, you have acquisition, be- behavior, conversions, they all answer the questions. Uh, what are doing people right now, live view? Uh, where did they ca- come from, like uh, acquisition? Mm-hmm. And there is behavior, so what they were doing. And all, all the stuff is like answers. And then if you go to the details of this report, you cannot extra columns, craft something unusual for your needs. Now, a lot of the, 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 the people that listen to us, uh, they're from small startups or people with an idea that they want to learn how to do things. Uh, when you start, when you have almost, let's say, no team, it's basically one or two or five people company, what are the first steps they should be taking to start making sense out of the data? Mm. Measure every campaign. That's that's like my idea when you start. 
because you want to know what works and what doesn't work. Like uh, there was this saying, I don't remember who said it, but um, guy said, uh, I know I'm overspending half of my budget on a campaign, but I don't know which one, which one half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in performance marketing, you know uh, everything in, to the one click. I, I mainly do Google Ads, right? But analytics is like second half. So uh, if you measure right, then you know which half doesn't bring you customers. And then you can like cut the spend, adjust and stuff. Adjust, yeah. That's the performance marketing deal. Do you think um, getting this knowledge, is it sort of accessible for, for yeah. the regular founder or, um, or even the big decision maker who wants to figure things out and, and don't be to not, like, not be told, but go and check by themselves? I mean, on basic level, you can easily just go there and try to read the data and just find what you need. If you need uh, some help, there is like a lot of groups that are supporting other people with uh, analytics and uh, reporting. I often uh, go to these groups and help people myself there. Right. Uh, and the, that's, just, that's just the basic stuff, like checking sessions, checking conversions. If someone does the setup for you, then everything's fine. Uh, if you want to know more advanced stuff, that's the other story. Like you have to actually use it a lot and then figure yourself out. I know you, you started um, doing little jobs for other companies. Yeah. And, and I mean, now you're, you're our, our official uh, <laughs> performance marketer. But um, when companies start, right, they don't have the money, they don't have, do you think it's worth for them to, for example, start doing little uh, Google classes or like getting all these diplomas and stuff? Are they really worth it? There is a lot of free stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, free uh, is, good, is yeah. very good for companies. <laughs> I wouldn't go for paid, uh, paid ones courses, maybe, okay. but even Google has uh, some free training lessons from analytics and Google Ads. So if you if you want to learn, you can go there for and, free. Yeah, for free. That's all. Free is always good, man. Um, obviously, you know because you've been working with us <laughs> on this. Uh, we have our YouTube channel, which is some of you are watching that here or you're listening to the podcast and go and check our YouTube channel on Success by Live Chat. But I wanted to ask you, because we started the channel in April. We have tons of videos, like a lot, like almost 70 videos in, in about three months, which is, we're very proud of it. Um, we only have a little bit over 200 subscribers for now, which we hope is going to get better. <laughs> but I want you to... Um, and don't take this too serious. I want you to roast a little bit of the things that we're doing wrong or the things that we're doing right or or maybe what can we do to improve? Because I'm sure we're not the only ones with 200 <laughs> subscribers and uh, yeah. I'm going to take advantage of your time just to tell us. Yeah, I sit a lot, a lot uh, watching YouTube videos. <laughs> it's always something playing in the background, even if I'm just upgrading campaigns or doing stuff because I like to listen to stuff when I'm working. So, uh, and it's not just uh, content that's entertaining. I also wa watch stuff that's uh, teaching me how to do stuff in marketing, in YouTube area. So uh, we analyzed the data today. <laughs> I know. So give me the Nothing's give me the perfect. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, first thing, uh, when we started to add the small images, small bits to the videos, they are, are keeping attention better of viewers. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing that we are go going to improve as far as we talk. Yeah, and there's also a good, um, a good advice that you gave us, and maybe um, you guys should try this. When you talk about an article or something, yeah. 
try to link it to yeah, the it. end. And people are clicking it. Yeah, but but don't do it in the beginning because otherwise you're gonna leave your video yeah. just to go and check the article. For example, that was one like one from one video we noticed that. Yeah. And what else? Uh you made your podcast, uh, the last one yourself. I did my I did it myself, and it hasn't worked very well. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna blame it on me. I'm gonna <laughs> play the fence <laughs> right here. And I'm I'm gonna say what well, one of the things of one of the plus of having a, a video podcast is and a guest on your podcast yeah, is that you get to talk. use you you get a talk. It so was missing there. Yeah, and you also get an extra hand to promote the content, right? Yeah. So so you sort of double dip with the promotion. I would say it's the dialogue, you know, the the way you talk with someone about some topics, it gives the natural flow to the talk. Like if you are alone, you are talking uh, and jumping on topics, but it doesn't change the, you know, the, doesn't change the tempo. Yeah, or the tone or anything. Yeah, I I, I know my Just tone is very. Um, it's not about soothing, tone. but but the, the, I think I think the way in, and not only not only myself, but a lot of uh, podcasters when they do solo episodes. Yeah. Um, you get this numbness, not because the th- the subject is not interesting. It's just because. You get tired because yeah. it's, it's it's a tone that goes really even if you're not monotonic, it gets sort of flat. And that's why people a lot uh, tend to do like shortcuts on video and change the camera angles and add extra you know bits there. Now, um, following that uh, video, I mean, we we're doing tons of video and a lot of companies are doing a lot of video too. Yeah, is it worth it to do video? Uh, Possible. Do you think do you think it's it's, it's better than uh, pay-per-clicks or um, Google Ads or is it is it a compliment or is it a better way to do it? It's not like it's something better or worse. It depends on your company, on your topic, on your audience. Uh, it depends a lot of things. Like, for example, there are some uh, some uh, some topics that you can only advertise in PPC. You won't get any content from uh, organic or maybe on YouTube. And uh, there is some stuff that you will get easier to with content because it's cheaper. Uh, Software houses, for example, Mm -hmm. I think campaigns work. They're great, but if you have small uh, software house, you won't you won't have this much money to pay for the advertisement. You will go start with content and then gain the traffic, like in few months maybe. And and this is probably going to be a message that's not not too many people's going to like, but. It's not a fast process, isn't it? It's never a fast process. <laughs> it takes some time. To, like marketing, to... it's it's a it's idea process. I would say it's engineering process. There is a lot of engineering right now in this. I am engineer myself. So. Okay, I, that, that <laughs> we're gonna have to dig in on that. So, I, so let's 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 dig in more. Why is it an engineer marketing? In my vision, in the beginning, it was always about creativity. This create. There is creativity. Um, yeah. I, I would call it like playing chess and painting the figures at one time. Oh, like that. Uh, because uh, you want to uh, show off as as much as you can. Like you want to create best ads, best text ads. You want to get best uh, CTR. And uh, this doesn't make directly your ads cheaper, um, but it increases your performance. And the same way, it's engineering because you separate audiences, you separate bits, you use different strategies, you set up different algorithms, you write scripts to uh, report you some stuff that uh, isn't included in the system. And uh, this everything comes together as the performance. So the, in- the engineer in mind helps? Yeah, a lot. 
Now, when um, <laughs> when the companies uh, start going back to that subject, um, you usually don't have this person, right? You you tend to outsource yeah. some of the. That's not wrong. No, no, that's, that's I don't think to. it's wrong because there's tons of agencies that will help. Yeah, I mean, I mean we had Tomek from Lather not long ago, which. Agencies is like mixed bag. Some some of them are really good. Some of them are not. Let's face it. Like, yeah, but, but it would be just <laughs> like any employee, right? I mean, you, yeah. you you end up with a good marketer or a bad marketer. Yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, when it comes to agencies, uh, there there is in game the mindset, you know, of people working there and how they develop knowledge, how they work with clients, how they uh, approach stuff, approach problems with campaigns. And that's like really long story. We would have a few podcasts from this. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> the, the thing is, I mean, the, the, the data, and this is how we uh, how we started talking before, even before we, we started recording, is that just they're not paying attention. Companies are not paying enough attention to... To clients. To, to Yeah, to customers yeah. And, to, and to the data that comes out of the... Out of everything. Yeah, I mean, this happens a lot in different agencies. I mean, some of them are paying a lot of attention to clients and uh, they they listen, they are listening and uh, and another story are the clients itself, right? They are not always right. <laughs> Sometimes. Don't, they, they, they don't say that out because <laughs> um, no, it's, it's true. And, and I think as we all marketers know, yeah. the customer is not always right, but you don't want to say it now. <laughs> but, I don't mind it. I mean, if I'm working with someone and he's not right, I'm trying to prove it with data. But that's the thing. You have the data on your side. Performance that's, marketing, yeah. yeah. Which is which makes sense. But if I find in data that I wasn't right, <laughs> then I say I it as well. I don't say anything. No, I will say it as well. <laughs> no, that's I good. don't mind it. Um, nowadays, people are very protective with the data. I mean, here in Europe, we have the GDPR. Um, in the US, they're building their own uh, way to protect data. Yeah. Uh, look what happened with TikTok. They they they're gonna open a, a new um, yeah. After Cambridge Analytica, we had a lot of work. Exactly right. I mean, I mean TikTok don't want to lose business out of like the fears of uh, of the data protection. That's crazy time. But it's gonna get worse. I mean, people's uh, gonna try to be way more protective, and and companies are trying to find better ways to to get more data. Yeah, I think uh, it will go like over the top with protection, and then it will go back. Uh, the main reason is like people see this uh, the way like uh, companies are ev- evil and they are collecting data to, I don't know, use it against you. They are using it for advertisement most of the time, let's face Just it. Just to be money, yeah. And the smaller companies track stuff on their website not to identify your, your privacy or attack you. They are trying to optimize the website to make it better experience. And that's something people don't get often. Like I'm, I'm not tracking clicks for this button to see your name. I'm tracking this to make it on the left or right side of the website to make it easier for you to find it. Yeah, I mean, and and that's that was the whole idea behind. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm Google. I'm going to collect all this data just to give you a better life. But, yeah, but people scare now. People I mean, just, GDPR gave hard time to performance marketers yeah, at I mean, some point. But you do I don't think it's wrong, wrong with GDPR and you lose your company. Yeah, but I don't think it's wrong. It's it's not wrong because uh, you found out uh, how many companies store your personal data. <laughs> Dude, I mean, everything we do, someone's storing data, and and yeah. one of the things that um, I don't know if it was a meme or something, but. Were people talking like, oh yeah, I don't want the government to know my stuff. And someone's <laughs> like, dude, they you have driver license, you have a passport, you have 
they have all the data that yeah. they need from you. The difference is that the governments, I guess, they'll use it for different reasons than companies. So hopefully, they'll just use it to make I money. I mean, bigger companies, I think they work with governments most of the time. So, so there's, there's enough data yeah. out there. Um, now, you were saying that you usually get to teach uh, some companies and some people about starting the, yeah, the data. More uh, often, I do set up and just point to some interesting stuff, just simple. I'm not like teaching a lot of other companies. Uh, I don't do this stuff. I often do uh, Google Tag Manager and set up tags and tracking. What are, what are the most important things uh, we should be looking at as, as companies? <laughs> what, what are the, uh, the main data points that we should oh, Just Just the simplest one. Uh, if you are in marketing, look at the source medium sessions campaigns and what you are tracking. If you are a CEO uh, level, you just check conversions <laughs> and ask marketing what's going on there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's don't get that, uh, <laughs> that discussion going on. Um, what's the future with data? Like uh, Google keeps bringing stuff up uh, all the time. They change the algorithms. They move this up, up uh, and down. It doesn't change that much. Recently, but that's the thing. Is it really? Because they removed some stuff recently from Google Analytics, but that's it. I feel like the, the performance marketing isn't evolving as fast as it did like six years ago. Okay, so it's sort of slowing down, you think? Yeah, hmm. it used to be really fast. Like you would have a lot of new types of campaigns and different changes. The small one you have to that, that was actually like uh, just keeping track with every little change and going full with everything new and testing stuff for yourself and learning before others learn because it gave you advantage over other agencies. Yeah, because I, I remember some of the... Now it's really slow. Yeah, some of the early changes, people will freak out and, oh my God, like yeah. Google changed the algorithm, we had to there relearn. There is more changes in SEO than in performance marketing, I would okay. say. Now beyond, beyond Google, let's stop Google for a second because um, there are a lot of things that you do outside Google. Oh, and we, we Facebook. actually, Facebook, um, <laughs> Facebook knows more than Google. <laughs> Jesus, that uh, keeps getting scarier. And um, now very popular as well, LinkedIn, uh, yeah. obviously TikTok the, or, or any of my. I mean, LinkedIn is basically Microsoft now. I wonder if they are linking data together. And well, if we're talking about data, Microsoft, which I'm, I'm not going to go ahead in this show, but Microsoft might end up buying TikTok. So the amount of data that they're going to get is just ridiculous. I didn't think about this, but yeah, that, that, must, that might be missing uh, puzzle. Because Microsoft doesn't have social media yeah. per se, I mean, unless you can't link I mean, Google, Google has YouTube. Exactly. Facebook has Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram. Now Microsoft might have LinkedIn and TikTok, yeah. which it might that change. That will complete everything. <laughs> and then <laughs> when, the, when the earth is going to explode or something. But, all right, going back to the social media. What are the main things you should be looking at social media when regarding data? Uh, new trends, but that's like outside your data collected on your website. Okay. So uh, a lot of companies are missing out opportunities for new trending stuff and they are not utilizing it enough in social media. And you can see this in the data, like, uh, like best example for me is Cyberpunk. They are doing great job with uh, their social media team. They are doing viral campaigns all the time, like all the time. I, I know the guys, and, and the best the, the best part of uh, what what CD Projekt does with with their staff is that it's not about the money. They're just very creative. They they are crazy creative. I mean, I, I was telling you before, and and if you're listening now, if you go and check Fall Guys, which is a new game for the for the Nintendo Switch, and 
out of nowhere, they talked to Cyberpunk on Twitter saying, look, um, let's do something together. How many retweets do you need? And Cyberpunk replied like that. They're listening, you know what I mean? In, yeah. in, in a good way. And say, yeah, yeah, we just need one. Let's do something together. And suddenly you have two of the biggest games that people are talking about right now making something together, I've making seen, noise. I've seen so much stuff on Reddit, like people were asking stuff to Cyberpunk account and asking directly for leaks and they were responding like with access denied and stuff like this. Oh, wow. Like they were sending like pieces of code to their Twitter, you know. But that, and, and, and this goes viral as well. It's like the dark social you mentioned in another video. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to get the dark social because um, I wasn't aware of dark social that much. I mean, I knew the existence of the term, <laughs> but there are a lot of things that we cannot measure. I mean, obviously yeah. your, your job is to measure some Direct of the actions traffic. that we do, right? Campaigns yeah. and, and things like that. But how do you explain a, a founder or someone who's running the company that there are a lot of things in marketing that you can, just cannot grasp, you cannot measure. I mean, it's easier to understand this uh, like multi-channel funnels mm -hmm. report in analytics. This, this is one like, uh, that gives uh, people idea how complicated could be a road to conversion for a client. And if you go there, you can see each step and they are aggregated by, for example, source media or campaign. And just with this report, I usually explain people uh, how to uh, look uh, on the campaign and where is it, uh, where does it make sense? Because, for example, you can have a social media post that uh, got person to your website and he came back with email campaign and then converted with PPC ads. Like, and you can actually see this data there. There is the report showing this exact like all step. of the steps. Yeah. And that makes things more complicated, <laughs> uh, but also makes things easier to understand. Like it's not linear. It's not like you make campaign, you get the conversions. Because one, one of the biggest problems with that is that um, marketing is always looking for a ROI, right? So yeah. and they, they need to have some data to back up that, yeah, that was marketing. That was not, or all the sales that we got, all this revenue that we got, it was marketing. And I guess data is the only way they can prove that. I mean, yeah, and you can use different attribution models depending on your business. But you have to think about that before, right? Um, yeah, but there are tools to compare them. And like, really, there is a lot of stuff that you can pick and you can create your own attribution model as well. Um, I know it's, it's, this is not, I mean, you, you know a lot about this, but this is not your main thing. But um, we're talking with, the SEO people in our mm -hmm. company and how it's not about the keywords anymore. It's not yeah. about hitting the right. Now it's about proper valuing. And yeah. yeah. And, and, and giving stuff that the bot has to feel that you're answering correct questions. And that's crazy. Cause before it was just like the bot just I mean, need to he's know. checking grammar. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, but looking at what the algorithm does right now, and I know you said that this whole thing is slowing down, but do you think eventually it'll be a different? I mean, SEO doesn't isn't slowing down as much as performance. Yeah, but is so it changing let's a lot? Separate of SEO and performance. Yeah, performance doesn't change that much, and SEO is changing a bit lately. So where 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 should be the first focus, um, especially in content or oh marketing? My God, that's 
that's hard question. <laughs> like well, it, it, really do. it really depends on your on your uh, on your company. Like um, there could be a field where it's hard to fight with other companies, and there could be a field where it's like really easy money. So basically, if everyone is investing in content and you see that no nobody's doing ads, maybe there's reason for this, maybe not. You have to test this yourself because it's also the second thing. You can take ideas from other companies, but it may not work for you. And this will also be seen in data, right? So it depends and you have to utilize every possible way of marketing that you come up with your ideas. You know, and what are, what are the companies you think they're doing it right? <laughs> I'm sure you have a bunch of uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, social media, as I mentioned, cyberpunk, uh, performance marketing, live chat. <laughs> Thanks for the mention. <laughs> uh, no, but it's hard to like come up with from mind like this with with like different ideas. Uh, I like content posts from brand. Uh, brand twenty four. Yeah. Okay. They are doing good stuff. Um, wow, that's a hard question. <laughs> it, don't don't feel the pressure. I mean, is is if you if let me change the question. So so you know, we don't get it. We don't get you with. Um, I don't want to mention competitors. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought we were going. So, um, for the last thing, just to close the, the this this part of the show because I, I have a feeling we're gonna have to talk again very soon. <laughs> What would be the, the quick advice that you can give to the people starting? Check your data. Do you craft reports in Google Data Studio that suits your needs? Because that's another cool tool that you can just link your Google Analytics, Google Ads, and check the data there. So if you're listening, check your data. Yeah, that check is your data. <laughs> definitely the best thing. And don't be like, um, like, I know gut takes a lot of, uh, it's, it's, it's very important in marketing. Too often like, people check data when everything is falling apart. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but, but also, yeah, also that is just that um, use the data and make sense of the data because otherwise there's no point of you spending an hour watching Google Analytics yeah. move up and down if you don't understand the journey or what's happening. In and there. don't start with expensive tools. Start with simple Google Analytics. Which is free. Which is free, yeah. Good to hear. Well, Jacob, great to have you on the show. Thank you. We'll bring you again, <laughs> hopefully soon. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And this is Incoming Chat. My name is Marcos Bravo, and this was Incoming Chat. Thank you for joining us today. Do not miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time. Incoming Chat.